1: Peter was the instrument God used to open the way to the entire world. Paul ended up being the messenger, the the vehicle God used to take the gospel into so much of the Gentile world. But Peter is the one who broke the door open because he refused to give
0: in to fear. Don't kid yourself. He was scared to death. In Acts chapter 10, Peter took a big risk by visiting a Gentile and sharing the gospel. Due to Peter's relationship with God, he was able to have compassion, courage, and humility. Today, Pastor Robert will continue teaching us about how our relationship with God can impact our lives and the lives of those around us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you—our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert with today's message.
1: Peter had a lot to overcome, guys. He had a lot to overcome, and he didn't have a lot of time to do it. Do you understand? He's grappling. He's literally on the rooftop. He's thinking this thing through. What is God telling me here? That which he has cleansed, I am not to call unclean. And then he's hearing the knock, and the Lord speaks to him again. Peter, these men, go with them. And Peter has to choose. He has to choose to obey his fear, his prejudices, or to take that step of faith and obey God. But the Lord knew. The Lord knew Peter. He knew, Peter is sold out to me. Peter will do what I ask him to do. I need to make it clear. He needs to know it's me. There needs to be that clarity in his mind. He needs to know that I'm sending him because he's going to have to defend this when he gets back. There needs to be no doubt. And so he says to him, go without doubting. I'm sending you. And because of Peter's openness, listen, are you willing to risk everything to obey a command of God? Man, I don't know about you. I'm not Jewish. I am so grateful Peter was no wimp. You understand? Peter, if Peter had been like most of us, come on, be honest. He would have been like, well, Lord, you know, you know I'm willing, God. You know I'm willing. But, right? And you and I who are not Jewish would still be waiting on the revelation. Right? We'd still be ignorant. We'd still not understand. Uh, Cornelius, And you know what? That's really not true. I'm making a point here. I hope you understand that. What is true, what is true is that Peter would have been set aside. Peter, do you understand? Think about this with me. Now, I've I've made a, a big point about, you know, Peter was a fisherman. He's just a fisherman who was a servant of God. You know, that's what Peter was. He was a man. He was an ordinary guy who agreed to follow the master and just sold out and committed his life to it. He he was Peter was just a normal guy, but think about the reward that Peter gets, man. The entire world. The enti- I mean the Jewish people were only a few million. The rest of the world were in in darkness. And Peter was the instrument God used to open the way to the entire world. Paul ended up being the messenger, the the vehicle God used to take the gospel into so much of the Gentile world. But Peter is the one who broke the door open because he refused to give in to fear. Don't kid yourself. He was scared to death. He knew he was risking everything and he didn't know how they were going to react. He knew they were going to react. But he didn't know, he couldn't have known, whether they were going to believe him, whether they were going to respond in that same humble, obedient way that that he did. He was risking everything, kicking the door down to the Gentile world to bring the gospel, to bring the message of eternal life to our ancestors, those of us who are non-Jews. Incredible. Look at it with me. Peter was so, I'm so grateful. He was open to do whatever God wanted him to do and whatever it cost him. Whatever it cost him, he knew that the the next life was going to make it worth it. And Peter says, look at this. As Peter was coming in, verse 25 says, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshiped him. Peter lifted him up, saying, Stand up. I myself am also a man. Now, if Peter was the first pope, He set a very different example than any of those who came after him have followed, right? Because Peter, you know, Cornelius was just doing what he thought was appropriate. After all, an angel, an angel for crying out loud, came to Cornelius and said, send for this man named Peter. And he must have been thinking, oh my goodness. I mean, I would have been. Peter must be incredible. I mean, man, we need to be... Listen, when Peter gets here, here's what we're going to do, guys. First of all, I'm going to fall on my face and start kissing his feet. And the rest of you guys, you, you need to back me up and just bow down. And I mean, we need to show this guy some respect. If an angel is the one telling me to send for him, who must he be? And when Peter gets there, what does Peter do? Peter says, what are you doing? Get up. I'm just a man. I'm simply a servant sent here to serve you. Great example for pastors. Great example. If you don't see that in the man leading the congregation, you're in the wrong church. If you don't see it here, you need to come talk to me about it and let me know that I'm coming across wrong. Do you understand? Because that's the example that we're given. Wait, 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 wait. It's not Reverend so-and-so. It's just Robert, JP, Rick. Rick. You understand? That's the example that we're given. He stands him back up, and as he talked with him, he went in and found many who had come together. Then he said to him, You know how unlawful it is for a Jewish man to keep company or go to one of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore, I came without objection as soon as I was sent for. I asked then, For what reason have you sent for me? See, Peter Peter had an inkling. Peter kind of knew, but he didn't know. You understand? And he's learned his lesson not to run ahead of God. He's he's been guilty of that in the past, and he's had God himself interrupt him a couple of times, you know, and call him on the carpet for running ahead or shooting his mouth off. And so now Peter, he's risking everything. doesn't want to mess it up. And so Peter says to this centurion, this Roman authority, he says, you know what a risk I'm taking. You know how unlawful this is for me. But God told me to come. God told me that you're no different from me. I, I never knew that, but that's why I'm here. That's why I came. I need you to tell me why you sent for me. And, and you know, I think there's probably another component to this because... Peter needed to hear from the man's lips. Why? That's why a lot of times, you know, people will come up for prayer. I don't just pray for them. I mean, I want to know, why did you come? Even if I think I know. And and I've I've found that often I'm wrong. As I hear their heart, as I hear the person share with me. No, I became a Christian a few years ago, but you know what? I just really haven't been living it out. Pastor, would you pray for me? Or whatever. Peter understands. I need, to, I, need to, I need to hear it from his lips. And so he asks him, why did you send for me? And listen to what Cornelius says, because now we see the openness of Cornelius, this man who believes in God but doesn't know Him. Verse 30, Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard. And your alms are remembered in the sight of God. Send, therefore, to Joppa and call Simon here, whose surname is Peter. He's lodging in the house of Simon a tanner by the sea. When he comes, he'll speak to you. So I sent to you immediately, and you've done well to come. Now, therefore, we are all present before God to hear all the things commanded you by God. Man, what an open heart. Here's a guy who believes in God, doesn't know Him. But wants to. His
2: love is the main thing. His love is the
0: main thing! Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited. God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air main thing radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what he is doing. And we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchased time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Now here's Tracy with some information about The Main Thing Radio podcast.
2: Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to The Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to mainthingradio.com and click on the podcast button.
0: Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.